You're tuned in to Cat Sass, a fun, insightful way to experience life's challenges. Let's look at the world today with a fresh perspective. I'm your host, Catherine Wilkie. Hi there. Today we're talking about the power position, how to stay in command of your day. Many people ask me about decorating their offices and then what does a feng shui office look like anyways? Um, first of all, if it looks like it's been feng shui something's not quite right. Any room that has used feng shui will feel and look amazing with proper flow, with just the right shapes, just the right tweaks, the images and colors for the purpose that it's meant for. It should never ever look feng shui But there's many variables and Anyways, but the first thing you need to do before decorating is actually arrange a space to work for you. To work productively, you'll need to put yourself into a power position. It's often referred to in feng shui as the command position. So the logic, when you find your command position, you automatically become safe because your back is protected, okay? Safe meaning with your subconscious it's not anxious, it's just safe. So you also have control because you have your sight lines defined. You're not looking at a brick wall or you're staring straight into drywall and you're safely out of the way of other distractions. So things to think about when setting up your work area in the command spot is uh, just a few things ahead here. Regardless whether you've had the full room designated as your office or a closet or a cubicle, you will need to find that power position. So this would be the best spot to place your desk in order to see the whole room and the doorway and yet not be in direct alignment with a doorway. So in this power position, you should feel comfortable and relaxed. And if you feel good sitting at your desk, it's a good indication that you're on the right track. So you may not feel like a success, but you will enjoy the process of becoming successful in the future. So look around your space. Can you carve out a spot at the end of a dining room table that can be yours? Can you set up a nook near the back door? Or even a pop-up coffee table could be the spot to work. And mind you, if you're just watching a video or chatting with your friends, these rules can be a little bit more relaxed. But here's a few tips. When you sit with your back to a door or an open space, your subconscious could be wondering what's going on behind your back. So try to get creative with your working arrangement so you can see the door from your work area. If you can't find a power position, you may want to consider a cure. Some people feel more comfortable after placing a small mirror uh, discreetly on their desk to face the doorway behind them to mirror that doorway. And this way, if a person's shadow crosses the light behind you, there'll be no surprises. So just a another tip, just avoid having the mirror reflect directly on your actual work because this could subconsciously give you the impression that you have more work to complete. <laughs> so if possible, you'll also wanna avoid sitting with the window behind you because the window will, first of all, reflect glare onto your devices, but they're also fragile and they won't give you the grounding or the support for your back. Um, 
A curtain or a light fabric color, even a screen divider could be considered to make you feel more secure and also block out any reflection. So a few more additions, um, a low bookshelf or a credenza behind you could give you some security, but a high bookshelf even fixed to the wall could give you the feeling of being overwhelmed. It's overpowering over your head. Um, another thing is don't plan on your working space being under a beam or at the side of a room where the ceiling slopes down behind you. So any of these weird configurations that make you feel anxious or overwhelmed or even stifled should be looked at. So try to just sit at the space for a few minutes and see if any of these issues are present. And lastly, other considerations that may affect where you're where you work and be productive are, you know, good lighting, heating and air conditioning. Do you have a comfortable seat? Is there enough room for you to spread out your papers and stuff? And, you know, even the colors or the mood or the karma of the room. So take all those factors into consideration. So wherever you are and whatever you do, you can use this power position theory in all your activities. So think of going into a coffee shop or a restaurant. Where are the best seats? Where are you most inclined to sit? And I'll tell you, just like everyone else, you'll probably head towards a booth or a table along the wall rather than sit in the middle of the room. Hmm. Those middle tables are notorious for interruptions. People passing behind you are even being bumped in the middle of your meal. Well, a booth or a side table not only gives you some privacy, but no one's walking behind your back or giving your subconscious an opportunity to get startled. So you can use that when you go into a coffee shop or restaurant. Another idea to use the power position is thinking about your bed placement. Having your headboard on a solid wall with a firm headboard will allow you a safe feeling, giving you the opportunity for a good night's sleep. And what about a formal meeting place? There's a whole bunch of people in there. Where would be the best place to sit? I'll give you a hint. Get there early and think about this theory of finding the power seats in these positions. And there's more than one. You'll have your choice. I'm Catherine Wilking. I'm an author, home stager, and a feng shui consultant. You can find out more about getting your space working for you in my book, Practical Feng Shui for the Office, or check out my website for more resources. I'm Katherine Wilking at katherinewilking.com. You too can have a feng shui day.